Hello and welcome to Braveheart Conversations, where we learn the art of love through brave and compassionate conversations. I am Jillian Landis, and I'm Marie Wallace, and we are your hosts today. Hi, and welcome to Braveheart Conversations today with Jillian Landis and Marie. Good morning. Uh, today we're going to be talking about um, the rules that we create for ourselves and how that relates to intuition. That sounds like a great thing to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we often feel the need to justify our intuition or the things that we feel really deeply are our next step and try to make them make sense. And uh, this has just been a theme for me that I've been really aware of. And so I thought it would be worth discussing here today. Sounds great. Yeah. So intuition for me has definitely been a long uh, journey and work in progress. Learning to trust my intuition. Um, because like I said before, it often doesn't make sense. And um, it feels scary. It feels scary to trust that that little voice is going to lead me in the right direction and that I'm not going to fall flat on my face. <laughs> um, and this has been um, really key for me too, even in looking backwards. So, you know, sometimes it's easy to judge where we've been and the choices we've made. And so then being able to look at, you know, relationships that I've been in or painful experiences that I've had. And sometimes it's easy to go, why? Why did I choose that? And I was so stupid. It's easy to go into self-judgment. But to go back to even those moments and say, my soul chose every single experience for my good and I learned something from every single one of those experiences and there's a silver lining and there's a nugget of gold if I'm willing to see it. Yeah. Um, and then that applies to moving forward, you know, that I can trust my intuition even moving forward when sometimes it's even the same kind of judgment. Why do I want this, right? <laughs> it's like, but, but no. <laughs> yeah, and there's always a purpose that my soul wants that whatever it is. Even if it doesn't make sense. It's for if, the highest good. Exactly. Mm -hmm. if, if it's not, you know, doesn't meet my logical standard, that doesn't necessarily mean that there's not something really profound and miraculous on the other side of that decision. So how has intuition played out in your world, Marie? How's that developed for you? Fortunately for me... Um, I had a grandmother who was very intuitive and my dad picked up on some of that. And so I feel that my intuition from a very young age has guided me, but there have been flashes of being worried about what others will think that comes up yes. for me, <laughs> like, but what will they think? Yes. And, and on the other side of that going, that intuition has saved me from, further heartache or deep heartache. I don't know if that makes sense, but mm -hmm. you're right. I could see the silver linings. And if I look backwards, 
in my past, I could I can pick up the lessons that I learned from each one and I wouldn't have expanded in the breadth or the depth I have without those. Mm -hmm. You and I talk about that a lot, that it's okay to have those moments where where we, it was without the pain though, I, I couldn't know yes. some deeper things. Yeah. Yeah, and I definitely feel that like there's no amount of education that I could have gotten that would have taken me to the same depth of knowledge and and wisdom that I have today in certain areas that my experiences taught me, that mm -hmm. my pain taught me. Mm -hmm. um, those were gifts. Stinky, but we have to go through it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my friend has a book that said that says um, sometimes our gifts come in sandpaper wrapping, mm -hmm. but we need that sandpaper to get us to the be beauty inside. And so, yeah. Yeah, I like to say that my biggest gifts have been wrapped in packages of pain. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but it, it's stingy, but it's true. wonderful too mm -hmm. at the same time. Um, because how do we know? sunshine without rain or yeah. rainbows without rain. So I think the way that that particularly ties into intuition is that sometimes my soul will choose purposefully painful paths. Mm -hmm. And that that is not bad and wrong. No. And that that will give me the best gift that I can get here because I'm here to learn and grow. I'm here mm -hmm. to expand. Mm -hmm. That is my purpose. That is all exactly. of my purpose in yep. this life is to expand and grow. It's not here to just be comfortable. So why wouldn't our intuition and our soul bring us through these moments and I'm not saying life is all about pain. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> you know, but life is duality. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, it comes with pain and with joy. And my joy isn't nearly as profound without the pain. Agreed. So, you know, it's a both and. But yeah, sometimes my intuition is going to lead me to some painful places. And to lean into that and trust that anyway. Mm -hmm. It's the trust that's the hardest part. Mm -hmm. But... But each time we trust and we see what gifts end up on the other side, you, you, I think you build up that resiliency yes. and that um, toughness to go, okay, I know it's going to be a little rough in the beginning. Yes. Or it may be quite a few trials and tribulations. But one, I am tough. Mm -hmm. Two, I'm so resilient. And three, I, I know what's on the other side of that. And I can't get there. It's kind of like going on those trails to see. I, I think of this trail um, near Redfish Lake and you go up and it's really steep and it's really rocky and you have to go around all these things. But when you get to the top and you see the lake and all the beauty, you go, oh, that was well worth it. And I think mm -hmm. it's the same kind of metaphor. There's, totally. It's rocky and it's sometimes pretty... <laughs> might get nicked up a little bit yeah. along the way but when you get to the top and in life we often don't know we're heading towards the beautiful lake mm -hmm. right we just know we're trudging <laughs> <laughs> and what the heck's that about <laughs> and so when you're in the middle of the path and it's not so pretty you're thinking why the hell did i choose this <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know why are you leading me here soul mm -hmm. but 
you know, if we can lean in and trust, we do get those pockets. And of be beauty. curious. Yeah. Be curious as to where is this going to go? Right. I'm really curious what where this is going to take me. Right. And what I'll learn along the way. And what joy will I get mm -hmm. along the way? Because I think if we're looking for the joy, we will find it. Yeah, totally. And I think that we often come to this life with some wounds to heal. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we ha I love Louise Hay. I remember her saying um, that we choose our family. For real. <laughs> for um, just like we would choose a university, mm -hmm. you know, if I want to specialize in medicine, I'm going to go to a, a specific mm -hmm. university. If I'm going to specialize in geology, I'm going to go to a specific university. I totally believe in her. And, and I love that idea that we would choose our soul family or we mm -hmm. would choose our earthly family here the same way. Um, that we choose the, the people that are going to teach us exactly what we're here to learn. And so, you know, my family may not be perfect, but it's perfect for me. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I really love that sense of trust even um, in unconscious decisions. Agreed. Right? Yeah. Um, that none of it is by accident. And I'm here to heal some wounds that I may not even be aware of yet. Mm -hmm. And I get to learn, I get to be curious. Mm -hmm. And when these things pop up that are triggering or painful, or I choose something and I'm like, why the hell do I, <laughs> I want <know>. that? <laughs> there have been several times where I'm like, why did I choose this? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, but then to kind of get through that sense of self-frustration and go, no, no, I know. I know that my soul had a purpose in mm -hmm. choosing this it is not by mistake and what am I here to learn and how can I receive that best um, so I work with a lot of people who struggle with codependency mm -hmm. and this was a life path for me I came here to learn and to heal um, a lot of codependent wounds and um, and such a big struggle for people is that idea of you know why am I still here? Why mm -hmm. am I staying in this relationship? They're judging themselves just as much as everybody else is judging them or their perception that everyone Agreed. is judging yeah. them. Um, and they may even be in a pattern where they've chosen multiple relationships that have been massively traumatic and toxic and they really have so much shame around that for mm -hmm. themselves. And... Um, you know, it's easy to be part of the group that will say, yeah, why are you in that? Get the hell out of there, you know? <laughs> um, but, you know, I have found, for me, the path has been just in this, yeah, this self-acceptance of, okay, your soul is choosing this path for a reason. And ironically, just like everything else, when we lean into the self-acceptance, and that I'm going to trust that I'm here for a reason, yeah. that's often what gives us the healing needed to get out of that situation. Mm -hmm. It's not in the self-judgment. It's not in the shame. It's not in the, you know, why Why did my soul choose this? Why do I want to be here? Or part of me want to be here. It's, it's letting go of that judgment, accepting it, and learning from it. And then we're able to level up, if you will. Mm -hmm. You know, we are able to make... And it, it. I've seen, you know, some people stay in those relationships. Yeah. And they still continue to make huge shifts and level up. And, and grow. And grow. So, you know, not everybody's path is the same. But, you know, that's one example that's huge to me. 
is this, you know, judgment that so many of us hold towards ourselves about why we are choosing what we are, what we have. And I, I, I agree that we, we get to accept that in ourselves, but I, I also think that our journey is to be accepting of others on their journey yes. as well. And just trust that their intuition will let them know when, when it's right for them to, Absolutely. to do whatever they need to do. I mean, because we don't know what they've chosen. I also feel that knowing that it's a choice that I've made or something that I'm healing, it allows me to step back and not judge it, mm -hmm. but it also allows me to step back and really take a look at the lessons along the way because sometimes I'm I'm still stuck in that situation because I haven't taken the time to go, okay, what why did I choose this? Why mm -hmm. did I want to be in this relationship with this person? What I'm what am I healing? What do I need to get from this? Mm -hmm. And then make it, it helps me make a more informed decision yeah. whether to stay or not. Yep as well it's like if i'm healing family i might be in this relationship to continue to heal that yeah. generational family pain maybe it's you know because there have been times i've been asked about some generational things why I'm, I'm still choosing certain people in my life and it's because of the healing mm -hmm. of the family pain that i stay in those relationships mm -hmm. Yeah, and I often will, will tell clients, too, it's both yes. yes. It's yes if you stay and it's yes if you go. And I'm totally not attached to whatever that choice is because either one have massive gifts and blessings. Mm -hmm. um, and I know for me, without having had those relationship experiences, I would not have mastered. And I really do feel like I am a badass master. <laughs> And like certain things like detachment, I'm keenly mm -hmm. aware of detaching from other people's crisis with love, mm -hmm. um, but I, I don't or get into their mess with them. <laughs> yeah. Um, that has been a huge lesson for me, detaching from other people's business. And I, I feel a lot of mastery in I being able to not um, pick up other people's behavioral choices. Like that's their stuff. It's not mine. It, I don't even... Or their bad energy. Pick it up. Yeah. That's real easy too. Once you detach, you go, yeah, yep. that's their journey. Yeah. <laughs> being aware of boundaries, being aware of what I want. Like these are all profound gifts that I have gotten through mm -hmm. these relationships. And I would not have mastered those things without those experiences. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I often will tell clients it's, it's yes. Like either one is yes. And if your soul really wants to master those things, you're going to find another relationship Just that like will it. teach you those same things. Like you're not going to get out of that. Like, um, so I, I think that so many of us are really quick to say, Oh my gosh, you need to leave that. Like mm -hmm. he's such a I've piece of there. shit. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's so easy to it go is. there. Um, and what I found is often that ends up isolating the other person and adding to the shame and it just kind of compounds the issue if I'm able to hold space for that person. Also, okay, so this is an interesting point. So I get to trust my intuition for whatever 
however my intuition leads me on my journey but that is also something I get to extend to other people exactly that there is a reason that their soul has chosen whatever they have and it is dishonoring for me to say oh no you're choosing wrong Mm -hmm. (laughs) how the hell do I know yeah it's not our job to (laughs) yeah I don't know what they're here to learn well and and I know that if if I do that if I say something about that and they're not ready to leave that relationship, yeah. like you said, they're going to choose again because they didn't get what they needed out of that past relationship and their soul will call for that again. Yes, it will. And Because it hasn't played out fully the way it was supposed to. Yep. And so the soul will get what it needs one way or the other. Yes. And my job is just to facilitate the growth and ask questions you know, so that they are stopping present and aware of what it is that their soul needs. So yes. that's, that's I, what I feel my job is, is just to facilitate that curiosity. Yes. Facilitate the yes. curiosity. Yep. I so, so agree. I think as a coach like that is one of the, the most profound pieces is just to help them be curious because codependency is often they want an answer. Yeah, just <laughs> you just tell me what the answer is, please. What do you think I should do? Yeah. Whatever your soul's calling you to. I don't like that answer. <laughs> I, I read a meme the other day. Like, <laughs> me in my 20s, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> me in my 30s, please, somebody just give me a hint. <laughs> just a little... Just a little direction. <laughs> and then when you tell them, what what does your soul call for? What does your heart tell you? Yeah, it's hard. But that's like a tuning fork, really, yeah. to, to listen to our heart and our intuition. is just like a tuning fork. Mm-hmm. It takes a little bit of time, and that might be why I'm in that relationship, to tune it up. Yeah. Well, and there's or learn what so I don't much, want. Um, so much to unlearn. So for real, (laughs) I often think that what stands in the way of me following my intuition are all of the rules that I have imposed on myself, right? Mm -hmm. It's all these expectations, all the shoulds, and those will often usurp whatever my intuition is telling me is really in alignment for me. Also unlearn what society tells us is okay or not okay. Mm -hmm. Sometimes disregarding intuition because... Yeah. What would they say? What would they think? Yeah, totally. I think that we have a lot of um, rules around roles that we play. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I'm going to be a good mom, this is, you know, a whole list of everything the way it looks. <laughs> um, if I'm going to be a good daughter, if I'm going to be a good spouse, if I'm going to be a good sibling, if I'm going to be a good friend, if I'm going to be a good, good person, co-worker. like everything has some sort of role some sort of expectation that you're you're supposed to do and those really to me uh get me in trouble (laughs) um because then you know my intuition can really be suggesting that i do something that is not in alignment with those and i'll you know sometimes pull that intuition out put it up against this grid and say, well, does it match? And if it doesn't, then, oh, I'm supposed to do X, Y, Z. So, you know, the, again, that's that's another calling as a coach that I get to help people be aware of is are we just 
mindlessly following rules and does that really go back to people pleasing mm-hmm. and a huge 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 belief that I think causes so much pain which is I can't be selfish mm-hmm. um, so you know breaking any of these rules often goes back to but that makes me selfish so I can't do that people pleasing does that a lot yeah so you know getting people more comfortable with the idea that selfish actually empowers you to be the best version of yourself as you can the most loving person um taking account of your needs and your wants your desires is that uh, that you are the only one living your life nobody else is going to do that for you you're not meant to live somebody else's life we are responsible for our own care so, Otherwise, we're in a cage. Mm-hmm. And it's dishonoring to not do that. Agreed. It's mm-hmm. dishonoring to everyone around us to not um, understand what our needs are and to take responsibility for them. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't, then we're really putting that responsibility on someone else. I was just going to say that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're always looking for that outside of us. Right. A lot of times we look for the the validation and the um, answers and everything from outside of us. Mm -hmm. And it's really, oh, I need to stop and look inside for that answer. Yes. But we do want the hint. (laughs) (laughs) So as coaches, we can kind of, I don't even know if that's okay as a hint. But just to keep asking questions of curiosity. Mm-hmm. The self-discovery. Yeah. What mm. are the rules? What are the rules versus what do you want? Mm, I like that. You yeah. know, because often we're just mindlessly throwing out the rules. <laughs> These are the rules. I can't because. <laughs> yeah. Or I can. Um, so really getting clear about, well, what is it that you want? And getting comfortable with that and not judging that. Because what we want, that is our intuition, right? Mm-hmm. Our desires, the things that our heart is really tugging at us to do, that's our intuition. Those rules also limit us from fully expressing what oh, we want. Totally. <laughs> totally, yes. So, um, I, I'm super excited. I'll, I'll kind of give a little bit away here, but I'm I'm planning um, a next. I've got I've got a big course coming out called Unapologetic, and um, and I'm really excited because the theme is going to be break all the fucking rules. Break it all. I like <laughs> it. I like it. Um, because I really do think these rules and these roles, these societal roles, they they limit us. They keep us really small. Mm-hmm. Um, so a big part of stepping into your power and becoming your biggest potential is to let go of all the rules, break them all. (laughs) And, um, and that's so scary. It really takes a lot of courage to Mm -hmm. break the rules. Um, and people will think you're stupid and people will think you're selfish. They will. Um, people will judge the hell out of you Mm -hmm. and that's okay. That's why it takes a lot of courage but the more that we're able to do that, um, the more we empower other people. Agreed. Because empowering ourselves is just, just that role model. We're being the role model for how to break those ceilings that we put on ourselves or that society might because there are a lot of society rules mm-hmm. that we stop. And so breaking those ceilings and going, no, 
I, I'm so much bigger than this. And that being okay too, because mm -hmm. sometimes we hold ourselves small mm -hmm. because we can't be bigger. Because mm -hmm. what if, you know, what if we are? Yep. What will people think or what will they, I mean, what will we think? You know, because yep. I know I have some of that baggage too is what if I get too big for my britches? Right. Yes. Or some of those things that were put on us as, as, as little ones. I don't, I don't want to limit myself in that way or put a judgment on it because one, there's a reason that my soul's calling that. And two, like you were saying, is that I'm an example for other people to, to break their barriers and their limits as well. Yeah, and this was really interesting for me. I'm sure I'll continue to level up in this area, but um, you know, as a coach for a long time, I've talked about um, shoulds mm -hmm. and you know, letting go of shoulds, and which are just rules. Another word for rules. Uh, yep. <laughs> and um, but in my own life, you know, I was willing to only break so many of them. Mm -hmm. And then there were so many other areas where, and this is super key too. I was asking permission either energetically or verbally from other people mm -hmm. right um that you didn't want to disappoint right right and so um but there was definitely some misalignment for me because even though I was willing to break some rules there were so many others I was not willing to break and so when you really get to the point that you are um uncompromising mm -hmm. that I'm going to follow what my soul wants, no matter what, no matter who it pisses off, no matter what risk that mm -hmm. requires that I take, no matter what it takes, I'm going to follow through with this path that I know is mine. Mm -hmm. Once you get to that point, like there is just, it's so powerful. It is. Um, and no turning back. It's like you just know. No, you burn know. the bridges. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Along the way, it's gone. No, you, you just know without a doubt and there's just nothing yeah. that can hold you back. Yeah. Um, and like it, it, there's a point where it just, it doesn't even matter. Like mm -hmm. you burn the bridges. There isn't a way back. Like your options are gone. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're going through it. <laughs> You're doing this thing no matter what. Um, it's it's the most powerful experience I think any of us ever ever get to. It's this like intense ownership of who I am, mm -hmm. and um, and it doesn't matter what anybody else's response is. It doesn't matter who you lose along that path. And sometimes that part's the most painful part is that losing people by mm -hmm. far. Because we like we talked about last week that it's that connection that we're built for and. And we know that somehow letting go of that's going to help me power through. But then that also continues to bring up trust. You know, trust mm -hmm. that in letting go, there's other, you, you're making space for other things new, that are new coming. Things. Agreed. And, and all of that will come and more. Like it's. Um, and more. Yeah, that part's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. When you, when you really have the courage to let go. Yeah, you go through the really painful transition. <sighs> really painful. And that's hard work. It's in the trenches. It sucks. Um, but it's also beautiful. And you really learn your power. And on the other side of that, you know, you really do get to invite in all of the new. 
um, and, and immense love, just immense. All along the way. All along the way. Yeah. So I have a question for you that I get asked often, mm -hmm. and um, and it may be putting you on the spot, but we'll we'll just kind of get through that. Is mm -hmm. a lot of times I'm asked, well, how do you know what your purpose is, and how do you mm -hmm. tap into that? intuition how do i know that it's okay to let go of all these things and bust through those barriers or how did you get to the point of knowing so well that you're willing to burn bridges right because a lot of us don't get to that point of knowing so much that it's okay to burn the bridge okay so this is an interesting one step question. in the back past yeah. and one in the front <laughs> yeah um actually this has come up frequently whenever mm -hmm. i get um, a client who's really invested in wanting to know what their career path is or, you know, can't really figure out their passion, um, their life purpose, that sort of thing. I, I like to dig a little deeper under the hood. Um, and I often find that they have a lot of relationships in their life that are taking from them. Mm -hmm. There, there's, there are, there are a lot of drains and I really believe that if you are giving They're all of your life energy away and you have so much noise in your life that, you know, you're dealing with criticism, um, you're dealing with abuse or toxicity or, you know, just dishonorable behavior, it is almost impossible to hear any kind of clarity mm -hmm. in your own head. Um, so... I think I take a little bit different approach to that um, scenario than than maybe some other coaches would, but I I think you got to clean up the drains. And when you start to practice honoring yourself and your own basic needs, you start to get some more clarity about what you want in life. Does that make sense? Oh yes, I I think that's really the purpose of meditation is to clear up the noise yeah and so you can hear that voice of intuition but mm -hmm. i think what happens is the fear the fear of losing the relationship or the fear of not being needed yeah that one comes up for which is a lot of people issue. i work with yep so that was huge for me i my worthiness in my mind was based on two things helping enough people and accomplishing enough. <laughs> and that is an endless treadmill. It endless. never ever stops because there will always be the next thing. You know, you help someone and there's the next person that I got to help and I can't be selfish. <laughs> I've never, uh -huh. I've never reached That's that definitely point. a lot of noise. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got the degree. Okay. Now there's the master's degree. Then there's the doctorate. <laughs> then I, you know, maybe I should All get those another things one. to validate. Oh my yes. Lord. It doesn't, yep. it doesn't end. So, um, yeah, so that goes back to a worthiness issue, that mm -hmm. whole need to be needed. Um, and, yeah, I do think it, everything starts small. For me, it was a long, slow process. So I've been in recovery for codependency for eight years, and I'm still in recovery. I don't know that I'll yeah, ever leave those Yeah, I think that's a groups. lifetime thing. <laughs> yeah, um, and I love it, and I love giving back there, and I love also being fed there still. Um, but you know, for me, quieting the noise started with things that felt like mountains, but were pretty small, you know, no, I won't buy you cigarettes anymore. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, everybody knows the funny story. I then drove him around to gas stations to pick cigarette butts out of... <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I won't change my schedule for you. It's sometimes it's right. little things. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can't smoke in my car. I it just, I mean, things that I was totally shaking in my boots to say. And, um, and I said them and I, I stuck to them. And that's another thing is being able to set boundaries and then follow through with them. Mm-hmm. All of these were so foreign to me. Um, but they were so necessary and they were the building blocks. Um, and so if someone is unclear about their life, there's likely some things that need to be cleaned up. Um, you know, areas of, of people pleasing where we've allowed other people to dictate what our life should look like. So of course it's going to be unclear. Or we prioritize their needs over ours. Mm -hmm. That's what happens a lot in codependency. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yes. Totally. And, you know, we only have enough energy in our life to live our lives. <laughs> and sometimes it's the fear that we prioritize their their needs over ours and it distracts us. Uh-huh. It becomes an intentional distraction. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> this has totally been true in my life. Me too. I don't have to look at my own shadowy, dark stuff if I can nitpick everybody else's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally. So I, I think that's a, a huge point. Um, I like the saying one life per customer. Oh, I like that. That's a very nice line. <laughs> yeah, I, I get, I get one, not, I don't get to run everybody else's. Well, and if this is our playground, don't you want to ride all the rides? Absolutely. <laughs> I want to live well every second of the, the life mm-hmm. I've been given here. So yeah, this has been a phenomenal, um, discussion. It was really fun. And we can go lots of other places. Yeah. How interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So really juicy stuff about trusting your intuition. And we would love to hear from any of you guys about Mm -hmm. what your experiences have been with intuition and how you've developed that, what challenges you face in listening to that and trusting it. Um, if you have any questions or comments that you would like to share with us, mm-hmm. um, you can reach me at defytheaverage at gmail.com or marie at mariesgold.com. And um, we hope you have a phenomenal week. We will yes. talk to you again next Thursday. Have some fun. Bye, guys. <laughs>